Robbie Robertson with the band. My son watched that on Thanksgiving like every good person should. And uh, he said it was life changing. I said, yeah. I said, I, I, got, I had that on video disc in 1981, 80. My this dad had an artist. Yeah. My dad had one of those RCA video disc players where you'd plug in the plastic and then you'd pull it out and the disc would start playing. Yeah. It was big time back then. And I would watch that every morning for about 30 minutes before school. Dylan, Van Morrison, the band, the Staples. Get the fuck out of here. This guy, this guy is... He explained. Well, tell the tell the crowd. Our, oh, are we on? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Tell our millions of listeners of the story about the Nike Cortez that you're wearing. The um, shoes. Uh, well, as I said on don't deprive people on the Josh Thompson program. Yes. I said, uh, you know, what do you think of the drip? Because I got my my uh, joggers on and the Nike Cortez seventy two. These things actually were designed. By the guy who was a co-founder of Nike with Phil Knight, uh, Bill Bowerman. Is that, is, that, is that the way you say his name? I, I didn't say his he name. Was the old, he was the old Oregon <laughs> if you track were to coach. Say if I were to say it, you know. Actually, uh, Phil Knight had an interest in the Os- Os- Osaka Tiger, which later became the Asics Tigers, you know, tennis shoes. Yeah. And Phil Knight design, and Bowerman designed these for, the, for, for Asics Tiger. Then they took the design and turned it into the Nike Cortez, which it was not called at first. It was called the Nike Mexicos because they were designed for the, Mexi- the Mexico City Olympics in 68. Changed the name to the Nike Aztec, and it was too close to something Adidas had. Huh. And then they ended up with the Cortez named after. Cortez? Cortez the Killer. Oh, my. Which is a great Neil Young song, too, by the way. Well, I can... Clearly say yeah, two minutes I'm de- I'm and 30 definitely. seconds into this thing, the <laughs> everybody it. has clicked right on past. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, can I I'm get have, Makers and Diet? You know what, I'll have one too. I better have it now. A Makers and Diet? No, um, whatever I had before. Welcome to the B3 podcast. <laughs> this is, I, die, I love, I love, there is no... Real quick, welcome to the B3 Podcast. You know that. You clicked on it. Uh, tra- we are sponsored each and every single week by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, where I don't – why would you knock on – why, would, why you would you knock on You don't on have to with Travis Brett. Nope. No. You just simply don't. Yep. So stop knocking on wood. Call Travis Brett. And go on his Facebook page. You know where he's at, at JFK Avenue and Lagodi. Just do what you need to do. He's I, my insurance agent. He may be mine. Okay. I've, I've got a quote, and I told him, I said, the reason I have not made the switch, my friends, dear, dear friends in Batesville own Southeastern Insurance, and we have our insurance through them, but I think they would understand that he sponsors not only this show, but my new show, Fair Shake, on well, on Shake Broadcasting, and he's very, well, you got very that, good to you me. You got that plug in, yeah, didn't there we? You go. Well, and I'll See tell how you, good I'm getting at that? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about my former insurance agent, my my friend and Todd's, Noah Trueblood. Oh, uh, yes. When he left and, and went, to, uh, went to South Bend, you know, I called him and I asked him, I said, should I stay with you or should I switch? And he said, listen, I can insure you until one or all of us die. Sure. He said, but I would recommend that you have somebody that could come to your house at night if you can, somebody, you know, a little more local. Yeah. And he said, and I recommend Travis Brett. Well, that's awesome. And I tell you, Travis is with Anthony Bradley, our good friend. He's out, and they're out at Torrey Pines playing in a tournament this week, so good luck to them if they're listening out in California. Which is and a public course, I believe. It is, actually. But you've got to get there at 4 a.m. and stand in line and all that if you're... We were very close with my wife's job to moving to San Diego, and we were going to actually be looking at houses in La Jolla and went over to Torrey Pines one day. We were there looking for houses. If you go out there in the evening, like after 4 o'clock, and you walk nine holes, I think it's cheaper than Country Oaks if you're a San Diego County resident. Wow. That's no kidding. So take that. Take that. So, Todd, do you want to go walk nine holes? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do that. But I did buy a putter. Okay. Uh, I bought a 
Hey, my my son, you. my son Max. Todd got a lime in his. He's I, fancy. I, that's the way I requested it. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Um, I'd hate to leave those. Thank you. <laughs> um, I bought four more. <laughs> I bought a Callaway Bobby Jones Hickory Stick Putter from 1982. It's got the Hickory Stick shaft in it. Yeah. And it was the very first of the milled face putters. Now, it's not going to help my putting because I'm terrible. But I, I thought I've wanted one of those ever since I was well, a kid. It's not going to help your putting because you don't putt. Why well, uh, well, putt? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 uh, uh, an 11-foot shot should count the same as a 187-yard drive. John Daly said that uh, par threes should be eradicated from golf because you have no escape shot to try to make up for a bad one. And he can hardly he can hardly get a full beer down between the <laughs> yeah <laughs> tee box and green. All right, what's should we start the show? Yeah, have we, we start, have we start. started the show? Yeah, I think so. This is like the Montreal screw job. You never know when it actually yeah. starts. Um, let's talk about high school basketball. Let's get some of that, and then we've got lots of good stuff tonight. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk movies. We're going to talk. Of course, we'll have Todd's hockey minute. This might be a stripped-down version because yours truly had worked on his real job today and didn't get stuff done, so we may not have all the frills today, but we'll make up for it. So all three of us were at Orleans, the Orleans game. Bar yes. Um, I have very strong opinions, and I wish that the guy that was sitting next to me 10 minutes ago was still here because I kind of would have liked to hear what he had to say about it. I, he says – you know, not not to speak for him, or not that this should totally be broadcast, but he you Turn he just down. broadcast Turn it. Turn it well, down like yeah, No, no, but it, you guys would agree on a lot okay. of, what, of what you saw. Okay, and I think a lot of I'm not going to call us novices. We're probably somewhere in the middle, yeah, but but I, you know, he, he, a, he saw the same game you saw. I'm at a, I'm at a, let's say they, I'm at about a sixth grade. Coaching listen, level. W- they were they were down nine two. I think at one point, wasn't it nine two? Nine to two. Yep. And at that point right there, I pretty much said, flush the season. The loss to Clay City, even though they beat Washington. Well. At night, they're down 9-2. to two, I thought, it's over. And then one of the, let's be honest, one of the worst quarters I've ever yep. seen a Barry Viking and team have. And Coach, he talked about that third quarter and how they just didn't make, uh, the, the press really bugged them until they, until they got the adjustment that they wanted and then felt like they attacked it after and uh, – but just said, yeah, that, that, that third quarter, you go into halftime feeling good, and then the third quarter, you think it, they may be throwing the knockout punch. And, yeah. You know, he said, give, give our kids a little credit. We, we just put a little wrinkle in our press breaker, and, and I'm not sure, Brian, oh, they had a turnover I from think, the fourth quarter and beyond. I think that uh, Seth Wagler and Donnie kind of said, okay, the light bulb went on. Yep. And when that happened, I think you're going to see a different Viking team from this point out. Well, and, and what Coach said – you know, on the coaches show earlier is you, the first two quarters were okay. It was kind of a, yeah. a, a delay game. I mean, it was what it was. The third quarter. Neither you, team shooting. Yeah. yeah. You, you thought Orleans was going to throw the knockout punch, but I think like everybody in the arena, he thought the fourth quarter and the overtimes were some high-level stuff. Well, February, it, was, it, was, it was tournament. Sure. It was a tournament atmosphere. February 1st is the Lagodi orleans game. That's going to mean a lot. Well. Your, the Bar-Eve-Lagodi game is going to mean a lot. I think that so we're talking about surprise. Are you surprised at Lagodi's record right now? No. Okay. No. I mean, I'm not surprised. I think they're probably playing a little better than um, I thought they the, would. They they will really what get, they lost. I mean, they lost the best player in program history. They will. Oh, Doyle is going to pound you when he, when he hears that. All right. Okay, I, I should say this: the the leading scoring. Program okay, history. there you go. One there you go. All right, yeah. One. Hey, we got to keep Doyle happy. No, but no, you lose Peyton Bledsoe, you lose uh, Parker Arvin, you lose right. the, the 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 Eagle kid. Those are some. Bi- but I'm and they you, lost Cam Haywood. Right, but the, but the but the kids who are seniors, they they are winners, and they 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 are all for the most part three sport athletes. Tennis winners. They they yeah. win in tennis. They win in basketball. They win in baseball, and uh, there's something to be said for that. And they've won all the way up through the grades, and I think they—I'm not going to call them the team to beat. I, w- I won't say anybody's no, a three, team to beat. No, it's a three-way race. But anybody that thought, oh, you know, Lagodi's going to go 12 and 10 this year—I mean, you had to be delusional to think that. As Brian Emmons raises his hand. So there we go. Uh, so. North Davies, Brent Dalrymple, 
So <laughs> doing Brent Dalrymple I stuff. I think Dal may be. I haven't talked to him. We need to get him on the it, show. It, I'd it, like to talk to him sometime. But he he's got to be having great, fun right great now. Great story with Dal the other night. The uh, the Pony Bowl, the Bar Eve North Davies Junior High games were last Thursday night, and and uh, talking to Dal up there about about his team and the program. And and wouldn't he, it be the Pony Cart Bowl? Well, yeah, pretty pretty much. Okay, but he walked over and he's and he and I taught at North Davies until 2007. In case any listeners don't know that, and he came up and he said, "Hey." Are you, Deco, are you here again? I said, what? He said, are you here again? I said, what do you mean? He said, ah, we're playing games in the 30s. We're trying to hold the ball. I'm buying an old truck, and I'm learning kids' names again. He said, it's all like we just got here together at the same time again. And he just basically said, it's amazing. And he's never said, oh, I'm retiring at the end of this year or next year. But he knows the the bright light at the end of the tunnel is, is getting brighter. And he's just thinking, you know, man, his career has kind of came full circle, and he's back to – probably being forced to do some of the things that, that we had to do early on up and there. He and he does that well. He does and those he, things and well. And he does it well, and he did it again Saturday They're night. They're off to a great start, no question and of course, about it. And, and, and the hatchets are snake bit. I mean, the, I put this in the column just today, is they've lost three games by a total of seven points. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really hard to, to get too far down on them well, at that point. Yeah, and and I, I can't wait to talk to Coach Miller about um, – the, the rest of the season very soon. Um, but they'll get there. They're always, they always play pretty well come sectional. Yep, they'll, they'll play be better. Decent. They'll be. Now, the one thing you do look at is, as that sectional, I guess North Davies ranked 14th, 13th or 14th now? Well, I'm not putting it. I, no, I'm, I'm just not. saying. I'm just saying is, but they have, they have made themselves somebody in that sectional that apparently people are going to have to keep an eye on yeah, because you, of the way they can play, the yeah, style they play. Yeah, you can't when, overlook it. When I start talking about rankings, I always get myself in trouble. Hello, Bloomfield Cardinals. Yeah, yes. Who are ranked number one. one. Yeah, said I haven't seen Bloomfield. Okay, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm just going to say it. Bloomfield is not the best team in Class A. That's I'm that's, telling you that's right people, now. That's people who vote who have no idea and, what they're voting and for. And I'm sorry, I know – Bradley's a legendary, and I met him last year during the girls' sectional. Seems like a fantastic guy. If that is the third best team in the state of Indiana in Class 1A. That was definitive. Boy, that was just – he was there right uh, there. My. I, I, I'm so, and, it's, and this is what got me in trouble years ago with Bloomfield. Well, and I'm like, if they're the third best team – I will urge caution to my friend Brino across the way. And I will, and I will just say this, and I know you do. And I know you do. Give the Vikings a little bit of credit. The Vikings are going to be pretty good. Yep. And, 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 and we have already tainted our minds with that Clay City loss. And, and, and yes, did we really? not put the ball in the bucket? We? Hey, you got a frog in your pocket? All right, shut up. And 17 wins, five starters back. Everybody and, asked me, said, what, Barry, not going to be a good. I said, I, you know what? They were. They, they had their moments last year, and everybody's back. The only thing I worry <laughs> – I mean, so take that for what, you know. But with the, Orleans – and I consider Orleans and, and Barif to be kind of a mirror of each other. Always have been. Yeah. I don't know if they're big enough. Orleans? I don't know if, yeah. No, Indianapolis Lutheran is the best team in 1A. Anybody that says that, that they're not – How are these rankings done? It By, by unknowing gatekeepers in the media. Yeah, I mean – from northern Indiana? From how northern does, Indiana. How does from the Richmond. B3 podcast not have a vote in this? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But, no, but to my point, and, and I'd maybe Josh didn't agree with this, if you are the third-ranked team, you should be the better team walking into the big ship. Why do you hold the ball an entire overtime? Go score! Yeah, on yep. that, on that, I don't disagree my with you. Goodness, and, and I know you're you're trying to get what you what what you can, but listen. Ian Hall is not just the best player in the gym most nights. He'll be probably the best player in the sectional. He has a Jay Scheidler. If it, go look that one up, kids. He gets off the ground about that high yeah. on that jump shot. For, for those very for, vertical. For those wondering, Brino is in some sad, silly way trying to compare Illinois basketball to Indiana basketball. <laughs> well, I'll compare Jay Scheidler yeah. in 1976. Yeah. No, but you, you had the best player – on the floor, yeah, and did go, go get a bucket. Didn't use it. Yep, go get a bucket, and 
the Viking defense, as I said, we that is one thing. This team, this may not be an off- offensive juggernaut. Team got better but, and better and but, better in that game. But, you know, they will get in you and they will make the game ugly. And if, that's what we did on Saturday night. If this season goes where it could, where I think you think it's going to, that third quarter that was so bad yeah. will be the best thing that ever happened. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I agree. This is – the, the, these are things every season's new, and and this goes for North Davies, Ligoti, Washington. You need to get exposed a little bit early and just go, okay, wh- where, what is something we need to patch? What's something we need to yeah. change? And I think, I think coach kind of thought they were going to do a pretty basic. I mean, you know, the film's out there. We're we're going to do the kind of the standard Barry press break, and uh, and 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 we tried to throw it over the top of a um, an IU committed high jumper. And it wasn't yeah. working out for a hot second yeah, there, and we had idea. to we had to make an adjustment to well, and, and, and that pass that inbound pass continually went to that. It went to that same. And isn't it funny? And we we've talked about this at the girls' games, and, and and that's the mark of a good defense. However, why do those spots on the basketball floor that are the worst places to go seem to be the most popular? Well, we we tell our our kids in practice, and I saw one of our. Seventh graders just walk in with his dad. Thank you, Tyson Wagler. But uh, you know, it's like a green light to the corners. Yeah, there's a reason why you're being yeah. funneled they allow, in that direction. So they allow to you to and, get into the corner. And uh, a Kids. lot of times they kind of get you there, and then they'll then they'll Orleans. They, I mean, it was it was it was immediate, and and it was effective for you know a four or five minute stretch there. One thing I want to tell all kids after a basket. You can run the baseline. You're not stuck yeah. where you are. Yes. You don't have to throw it to that corner just because he's the closest. I don't want to get too far down the down the uh, way about this, but some of these inbound sets this year, where you've got like the trips, like it's a football. Like, I saw I mean, that it, the it, last it's year. Been, it's been remember, pretty wild. I remember sending that to Lacey last year and, and said, "Hey, check this. I'd never seen that before. Check this out." Yeah. Um, let's talk real quick girls basketball. Um, I haven't seen. I know. I know Gretchen's got the Hatchets playing. Lady Hatchets well, seven out of eight. Oh. It's good. Eight. To, yeah. it was they good. are also ranked now. I think. Yeah, it, and it was good to have a little interaction with her, even though it was on the air last night, back yeah. and forth. But uh, good to see. Yes. Good to see Gretchen's yeah. in good spirits and, and feels like her team's going in the right direction. What a just an absolute sweetheart. And I they are. Her. They're a team that's. That is figuring it out. Oh well, yeah, and then they're kind by the of way. Like, and you mentioned this last year, Todd. This was the year that everybody thought that Washington would start to emerge. They were ahead of schedule, right? Last they, year, as of last year. So, so in reality, if you go back twelve months, they they lost they lost two games to the number one and the number three team, right? And in now, I realize it's in two A, but there's not that great of a difference in one two A girls, especially in girls basketball. And since then, they have just they've won seven out of eight, yep. and I have a feeling. And one of them was Memorial. Yep. Yeah. And they don't give those away. They don't play. Yeah. Memorial don't play. No. And, and then I think like Bar, I think Bar Lagodi, North Davis, kind of all right now at this point in the season are kind of, you know, just kind of shuffling around about that same level. But but we'll see. I mean, someone's going to emerge. I know I have. I haven't seen North Davis. We'll see them tomorrow night. Well, isn't Orleans pretty good? Their girls are pretty good too. Well, that's funny. The state level high high jumper that we decided that we were gonna, you know, throw passes over and not around the other night. Well, his sister, I mean, she single handedly took the uh, Lady Vikes to the woodshed the night we were Springs down there. Springs Valley beat them last night, and I don't think Orleans Orleans has what Bar Reeve doesn't. They've got that one girl. That is a basketball player. Now I don't know if she plays all year round. I'm guessing maybe she does. So like basketball Jones. Oh, we, we should have that. We should have that in this thing ready to go. It was a basketball, basketball Jones. Jones. Was that on a cheat? Did you guys just harmonize? It was on a cheat jump, but it was yeah. also on like Mike or. On, uh, Did you guys just harmonize? That happened. That just happened. Dude. That just yeah, happened. That I thought that was a cheat and chong. Oh, well. It was cheat and chong originally, yeah. like '73. But um, no, I'm just saying that. Uh, I. I we, did you find it? This could – we don't want dead air. Well, no. Well, you keep I'm talking trying. then, bud. All right, then. Cheech and Chong, one of my favorite 1970s. Uh, keep going. Keep going. I haven't thought about that song in years. Well, it was in – 
one of the movies my kids used to watch. It was either Like Mike or um, the Jordan one. Um, uh, uh, Space Jam. Space, Space Jam. Jam. It was in one of those, and I heard that 10,000 times uh, in the car every time we would go wherever. Yeah. But anyway, Bar-Eve, at least. There's a lot to be determined. That, doesn't and, have and, that one girl yep. that's going to go out. Orleans has one girl. I'm telling you. They're, they're, I'm sorry to pick on Orleans. They're the new Bloomfield. With, but, you know. With uh, Springs Valley and uh, Orleans in that sectional. I like that girl. From that makes, that yeah, makes she's it. She's a good player. That, that she's good. She's just a great athlete. Yep. I mean, so. she, she's a good player. All right, time to move on to the next section. All right, move, uh, let's just real quick talk about Nora Baker. What a cool story. So, you, you we've talked about the fifth grade Lady Vikings on here. And... Uh, so typically what happens is after their game, they get to go home at halftime. And the other night they're playing North Knox. And, you know, Daisy, she usually – we, we, we got to do bath and homework. And she – I know this is going to surprise people, but she, she wastes a lot of time. <laughs> so it gets to halftime, and it's a relatively close game. And she says, Dad, some of the girls are staying. Can I stay because it's a close game? And how do, close I'm game. at the age right now where, where how do you tell a fifth-grade girl, hey, you can't be in a gym, you got to go home. Right. So – Amber's keeping the scorebook or the clock or whatever for, for, for the coaches. Got a text from my wife probably 30 minutes later, and all it said was, Doyle at the buzzer. And we went back and forth and discussed the, the, the last-second shot. Ha-ha. Get to school the next morning at 7.22 a.m. And, I mean, you walk in, and there is chatter. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And the story is way simple. I'm like, Doyle, where did they get that? He's like, I tweeted it at him. That's it. That's, That's how it got on there. That might be the most amazing thing yeah. in the story. He said, I was laying in bed. He goes, I was kind of wound up. You I haven't told anybody where he tweeted it. He tweeted it. At SportsCenter and at SportsCenter Top Ten. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He said, that's, that's literally all I did. I couldn't sleep. I was wound up. I Nora Baker, sixth grader. From, sixth grader, right? Not fifth. Yeah, sixth. From Bari was the number nine top play of the day. on, on And there's Center. like two or three different views of that. One of them is really good. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's the one that, that I saw on, on TV, but one of them is I mean, high def. Yeah. Well, that's the from the huddle camera, I think, was the one that, yeah. So, pretty cool. Um, real quick, you've watched some wrestling. Washington wrestling, uh, that's a good story, man. I mean, and, and that's a good case of when you've got one kid, and, I, and I, I don't know enough about the story, but I know you've got one outstanding kid, that Brady Bird is something else, that kind of just, you know, the, seems like the program is, is really, they've got tons of wrestlers. Yeah, I, what I saw when I was there a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago, last, last Wednesday it must have been, and um, they had three rows of wrestlers behind the mat. That's all. Awesome. I've never seen three rows. And they had three of the four bleachers that Lena Dunn filled. I know it, Brady, yeah, but it's not just Brady. Brady is very good, and I, they they they're pretty sure Brady's got a decent chance chance of being a state champion. Yeah, well, Ooh, which is going to be which is going to be in Evansville, Evansville, right, right, yeah, Fort Th- Center. This summer, um, on on all of Shake Broadcasting stations, Monday through Friday, at 15, 20 minutes after five, six, seven, and eight. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this. By summer, the way. I do it's this not really 20 minutes after. Well, it's, well, it's 20 ish. It's like 24. Yeah, 20 ish after the. Depending on how many jokes Dwayne tells. Yes. But, but anyway, this summer a reporter, when he was out in North Dakota at this, I forget what it's called, but it's a big time event. And man, he did really, yeah, he was really a, well. He was the, had, um, either one Greco and was like third or yeah, fourth on the right other there, one. And yeah. then, he, yeah, but freestyle. It's freestyle and Greco. Yeah, yep, yep. But, yeah, there are five or six who probably have a good chance to get to some state. Yeah, I know they, they did real well at that at the pack and don't satellite be so, duels. Well, that's a three-day three day event, so it's still coming up Friday yeah, they, and Saturday. But and then, the other thing is um, they they have kind of nursed that program along for four years, and this and they are right there Yeah. Um, for, for what they've done. I, I've not seen – the only thing I can tell you that's been similar to that is, do you remember the Reve girls team that was so bad? You know what I mean? Back when Mark Holt was coaching at Bar Reeve. Okay, now I'm probably going to get canceled. No, no, I'm just saying is, 
but I mean, they were a they were a team that was yeah. that was no a no win team, and then four years later, five years later, they're competing for a state championship, yeah. and and I mean, it's been that much of a yeah, it's been that much of a climb. So, uh, I'm, see how, how I showed restraint there? I'm not you've, even going to really talk about it. Vincent Gervais. You've really grown in a year. Um, all right. Let's real quick talk. We haven't even said where we're at. We record this, you know, occasionally, but it'll start being weekly or real close to weekly at Red Bones Bar and Grill in Montgomery. Cindy and her whole staff treat you right every time you come every here. Every I never have every time. Any, I never have anything but good food here. No, ever. And when, I, I got this tenderloin tonight. You did the Jimmy T? Yes, the Jimmy T, and it was on Texas toast. Okay. And I and I mean this, like. Wouldn't that be I, the Jimmy TT? See, I, Josh Thompson and Gary Emmons get that, but on a bun. Okay. Yeah. I got it on toast, and I couldn't eat it all. Yeah. And I'm serious, and there's not a lot of things. Look, and sure I did, shit, I did, it looks like you ate it all. No, that's get, Josh's plate right there. If you right get there. a taco salad, it's hard to get to the it, bottom It's all, I Yeah, I got to the point where it was just like, it's over. It was fantastic get it grilled if you're a breaded tenderloin person try it from the grill here you will love That's it awesome. real fast then why don't you go right into the um your 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 british baking then since we're talking food uh, thank you I, I will um great british baking finale if you've recorded it and you haven't watched it yet three two one the biggest upset in the history okay of sports baking sport baking I started calling for Maddie to get eliminated probably five, six weeks ago. Like, I was positive. He, I'm like, okay, because I usually, you know, my wife, I'm sure, just rolls her eyes. But I'm like, okay, this is the week. Here's who's going home. And a lot of times I'm right. You can kind of get a feeling, you know, based on signature bakes or whatever, that you know kind of. I've been calling for Maddie's demise forever, and I'll be damned the son of a bitch didn't win at all. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. I don't know what thought, that means. I thought, but hey. I thought Josh had it, but and Josh won the signature bake. Maddie absolutely killed the technical, and then and then did good enough in the showstopper. You know what so I've been? You, you know what I've been watching, cooking wise. What? Selena Gomez, the Selena and I Chef. I saw where she had a. Uh, yeah, I saw where she. Had uh, it's it's pr- she brings a different chef in every week to do a meal. Yeah. And uh, it started during COVID. You know, that's when it's the, been the going that long. It's been going that long, but it's. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I just started watching. I saw a commercial it, but, for it the other day. But it's Selena and Chef. Not bad. Watch it. Uh, she's she's she got some skills. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, if Maddie, if you're listening, congratulations. Maybe we'll have you on the show. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, I I let's talk. Let's just talk hockey. Okay. Real Todd's fast. Hockey minute. Are we social media? Are we social media? We have a Twitter account. <laughs> Okay, because I don't want to be social media. At B3Pod. There was an interesting thing this week in social media and hockey. And it was the fact that Corey Perry was released from the Blackhawks, released, dumped, flushed, whatever. 38-year-old NHL veteran with get-the-F-out-of-town sort of thing. And because of social media... The thought was he was sleeping with Connor Bedard's mom. Really? That was that was the egregious. That was I mean it was all over social media that on the mom's trip and remember Connor Bedard's mom is forty years old. Thirty eight. Okay. Thirty eight. You know, same age as as as, as it's Perry. It's great is. that professional athletes' moms are too young for me at this point. <laughs> But and she's a smoke show. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where's Bedard from? He's from uh, the Vancouver area. Okay, I, I didn't know if he was Minnesota. He, or no, not. he's a Vancouver guy. And and that was and it was everywhere. That was the rumor. And the fact is, it wasn't true. I don't know what Perry did. It must have been so horrible. Yeah. That I mean, they couldn't get him out of town fast enough. But people took this and they ran with it. He's an 18-year-old kid. He hell, it's he's probably younger than half of Barry seniors. Yeah. At 18. Wow. Um, and and he, he showed a lot of class. He showed a lot of class with the whole thing and, and he did the things he needed to do to not embarrass his team and his but you know that's the problem with social media today is it it just became a rumor. 
Yeah. And then they took that rumor, and it was the biggest thing in hockey. Mike DeCourcy, best Todd's Hockey Minute or worst? I love the Delonte West, LeBron James, mom storyline things. That best. Okay. Best. Who else? Well, just – and it doesn't have to be hockey. But didn't we have somebody else sleeping with a player's mom not long ago? And was it in the NBA? No, it was uh, Zach, Zach uh, Wilson. I, there, there was a rumor oh, oh, that he was Jets. that he was into like older women, but that's and it was we talked about the fact that he looks exactly like JoJo Siwa. I, I don't know who JoJo Siwa is. Okay, no, is he a wrestler? Do. Look it up. Yep, just look it up. No, he's not a wrestler. But, <laughs> so there you go. There's the hockey minute okay. right there. Did don't... Todd just misgender JoJo Siwa? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. And I love you for that. I honestly, and that's not, I love the fact that you have no clue who JoJo Siwa is. I know who Gordon Lightfoot is. Yeah, yes. Yes, you do. Do you know who JoJo White is? JoJo White played at Kansas before he went to the Celtics. 66. Name one more famous JoJo. My dog JoJo. Okay. And there's a JoJo Gentry who used to work at Pro Golf, who's like a sports personality. She's a, a you know, does the news somewhere. I didn't have this on the list, but I do want to talk about this real fast. Frank Reich is my new hero. Got fired from both the Colts uh, and the Panthers. He's getting in the paid last... by two NFL teams he to is coach owed none. Eighteen million dollars over the next two years by the Colts. Now, after getting fired by the Panthers halfway through his first season, he is going to get twenty five thousand dollars per day for three years. Good for him. Okay, good for him. Go to St. Bart's, get a villa. 25 eat, large eat freaking nothing but crab meat day and a take day. and take Connor Bedard's mom with you <laughs> my good how could you not draw some serious talent at 25 grand a good day God and that doesn't even count the 18 mil from the Colts plus what you've already made yeah all right I had this idea not long ago. Things that make you all in for a movie. Like all in. You see something on a trailer and you're like, I'm watching and that movie. Did I send you guys a trailer yesterday? Yeah, yeah that was good. I watched it. I sent it, it to you, didn't I? I, I don't know. I know you, you did. I didn't. Me. Did you send it? Where did you send it? I don't know. The Bob Marley <laughs> trailer. <laughs> no worries. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that looks like going to be a really good movie. And we're going to talk about biopics. But here's the things I came up with my list. You know that it was. it's in every Martin Scorsese movie. It was in Goodfellas and... When you see that, when someone does a line of coke, and then they lift their head up, and the music pounds right then, some great song. I'm always, I'm all in if I he's see He's a that. big music guy, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he's the guy he's who a, directed The Last yeah. Waltz by the band. But he is, and uh, you'll hear a lot of Rolling Stones. He loves the Stones. But the beginning, the introduction song. Get you just a... A, a great intro... Uh, Dazed and Confused. Dazed Perfect. and Confused. Right now, you can't turn on a television station without Christmas Vacation being on. Just these iconic opens that you've seen. It's, yeah. Other things I've got on my list. Loaded, like packed, jam-packed, in the rafters, people crowding in, congressional hearings, like on uh, Godfather the two. Godfather um, uh, quiz show had one. I love any time that people pack in for a congressional Anytime a singer needs help on or off stage because of drinking and addiction, I love it. Like, I love when, like, you have to be helped. Otherwise known as Motley Crue. You know what's, you know what's a movie that's kind of grown on me is uh, Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. Yes! That okay! I, I and, and love Is that it an movie. underrated time, song, yes. too, by the way? Uh, I'm trying to think of who the guy who actually did the singing it's is. A, uh, well, uh, I know you know who wrote a lot of those songs was a guy from Marilyn Manson. Um, was it Twiggy Ramirez? But he's not right. the guy who sang. The, yeah. But the guy and the scene when when they are when he's he's auditioning and they hit the play button. They, he has like a minute or two, and then he looks at Jennifer Aniston yeah, the way that she used to look at me. Because he's kind of screwing yeah. up. He's kind of screwing up the song. And, and yeah. then and then he hits. He yeah. hits those notes, and you just go, "Oh man!" I, that's a movie that, that a scene right there that I love. That's a, a, a great a caveat about that movie. If you ever uh, shit, I'm not gonna think of the guy's name. Forget it. 
Uh, I saw that movie in Schaumburg, Illinois, sitting behind WGN sportscaster Dan Rome. Dan uh, Rome. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the, the, and we were talking about different scenes we've liked, yep. and I brought it up to you. I didn't bring it up to Mike. The scene in Dazed and Confused where the old man goes up to Randy Floyd and goes, Randy Floyd, you got about 2,000 yards in that arm this year. You got 22 returning lettermen. 11 starters. I, I I love that scene because that is where we are. You know what I mean? Where And I was in Subway today with a Bari basketball player who will remain nameless. Okay. And I started talking to him about Friday night, <laughs> talking about the old days of this and that. And, I, and as I walked out, I said, dear God, I sound just like that old man at, in Dazed and Confused. 16 Letterman. Twenty two uh, starters Mike, coming back. Mike Matjevic of Steelheart okay. was the singer. But yeah, great movie. Uh, other things I got on my list. Uh, dirty cops, and it's a bonus if they're drunks or drug addicts. Training I day. I love any dirty cops. Dirty cop. cops. Training day. And the departed. The departed, yes. You know. Yes. Which is I think it won the Academy Award, so it can't be underrated. Uh, I think it's underrated. I think it's the best movie of that decade. Oh. No argument. Okay. Um, Heat, uh, Pacino and Heat. He's Pacino in Heat and they De Niro in Heat, and they're only in one scene together. They don't, they don't ever really say, but Pacino played that character like he was on coke the entire time, and they never really addressed that. I, he was I, underrated Pacino. I say Donnie Brasco. Ooh. Donnie Brasco. Uh, the Irishman. He was fantastic as uh, uh, the guy. Uh, One more. Well, wait a second. Let me, let me kill this Jimmy part. Hoffa. He was fantastic oh, yeah. as Jimmy Hoffa. In the, uh, oh, do you oh, like the Irishman? Yeah, I love it. I do, too. Like, when it came out, it was panned. And, oh, my God. And, and there was so much. And, and it is slow. It, it is slow. It's slow, but I watched it on Christmas night, the year that it came out. And last, I just thought, last I, year, I, I and I told myself, I'm going to watch half of it tonight and half of it tomorrow. Killed it. Loved it. I'm like, what was all? I watched that on several plane trips. The, I, I now, really I think. The Many Saints of Newark is another one that's kind of growing on me as, as the, uh, the Sopranos movie. I haven't seen that. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the prequel to the prequel the, of the to Tony Soprano. Soprano. I w- it's Gandolfini dying was so. But his kid shit. is playing him. I know, but uh, man, they could have done. I mean, I, I would have loved to have seen somehow the return of Tony Soprano in some some form. Okay, rock and roll debate. All right. We can run through these, and we may not do that fast. I um, mean, we may not get to the best biopic of a singer, but we'll see. All right, Deco had this idea a couple of weeks ago. We never did it. Here we go. Beatles versus Stones. Ryan, you go first. Um, I'm if I if I have to choose, I, I think I would vote Beatles because I as I've grown older, I've started listening to it. You know, I, I don't just listen. I want to hold your hand anymore. I've started to really dive in when that documentary on Let It Be came out. I I absolutely love the minutia and the slowness of 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 that. I respect the Stones. I like. I can listen to more Beatles than I can Stones. I think Beatles are more important. Yes, the Stones culturally, are cult- culturally more important than the uh, the Stones musically. Real quick, before we're talking about things you love and you're all in, when they are, is that at Altamont when the crowd is literally over? Taking them, or where is that? What concert? The is Stones. That? Yeah, no, yeah, the Stones. At like, all, the Altamont Speedway concert, they're the last act that goes on, and they're like surrounded. Well, right? because it wasn't supposed to be at Altamont; right. it was yeah, supposed yeah. to be in Golden Gate Park. But the, the the best part about that is where the Hell's Angels member mm-hmm. punches Marty Ballin of the um, of the uh, Jefferson Airplane on stage, and then they start to beat him with a pool cue. Um, I have one more makers and die. Thank you. Um, and it's just one of those. It's just that's a that's a great movie. But listen, that, that was that's a scary. I think Deacon oh, and yeah. I talked about that. Like that is that band is surrounded you by know, people. Pe- people say yes. That's the end. That's the end of of the hippie generation right yeah. there at Altamont in December of '69. 
I'm going to say Beatles for all the reasons is they are the most important musical force. Fair. More than fair. For a hundred years. You know what I mean? It's going to be Mozart. It's going to be the Beatles. It's going to be, uh, you know, somebody like a John Coltrane or just where, where they just completely change everything. Yeah. The Beatles, they did it all in seven years. Seven years from I Want to Hold Your Hands, from the matching Pierre Cardin suits. Isn't that crazy? To, By the way. To, to Let It Be. And then over afterward, tremendous solo career. Speaking of critically acclaimed. Thank you. I've heard there is an amazing doc upcoming on Mark David Chapman. Oh, really? Yeah. With some, Did, with some um, I'm not going to say allegations, but just some... There's going to be some new information, maybe a theory or I two. Think that he was mentally ill yeah. and a paranoid, a paranoid schizophrenic, and and you know it was what it was, and that just shows how important well the and, Beatles were, and, that, that and that's I I think, and it's one of the things that I read today. But the narrative is going to be whoever his attorney is started that narrative. He's <laughs> he's mentally ill. He's going to sit down and read Catcher in the Rye. When in reality, he was just. Which, he by the way, he was an attention whore, just like anybody else. Just like everybody on TikTok. So. <laughs> he could have just gone on TikTok, done a dance, and John Lennon would still be alive today. But what I no, what I was going to say is, though, we, to, to dig in the minutia of Stone's Beatles. Yes. From Please. Beggar's Banquet, plus the single releases of Jumpin' Jack Flash and Gimme Shelter, which weren't released, um, you know, on album at first. Uh, Let It Bleed, Sticky Fingers... Uh, Exile on Main Street, and then the live version of, of Get Your Yeah Yeah's out, which is that same tour that Almond was. Maybe the five best rock albums ever released in order. Just, I mean, between, like I said, what, between Exile on Main Street and Beggar's Bank. What's the best Stone song, and why is it Give Me Shelter? <laughs> Agreed. I won't, I won't. I, I mean, I, I, you have a, a hard time arguing you know that I think uh, sympathy for the devil's pretty damn good. Good. I think street fighting man is pretty good. I think um, I think can you hear me knocking um, is is a tremendous song. I mean there's there's like I said that period of stones between late '68 and '72 that is the high water mark of Rolling Stones music. Well, I mean, and this is internet research, whatever I think, or heard it on a podcast, something to that effect. But what's a podcast? Yeah, um, that that we'll find out tomorrow. The, the the background singer that does the you know her name is Mary Clayton. Now I heard read whatever that they got her out of bed. Yep. at like two a.m. wearing curlers, whatever to come in and do this. Pregnant? She had a miscarriage. Screaming. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's okay. not true. But I will say this, going back to our previous segment, you talk about music and movies together. The movie was, you know, the Stones movie, Gimme Shelter. Yep. Um, which was on the night I burned my arm up, by the way, for those that don't know me and haven't seen that. that we were renting that DVD, that, or not DVD, that <laughs> VHS. VHS at that point. Might have been Betamax. But, um... um as they're leaving Altamont, as they're leaving it, you can hear you. They, they play Gimme Shelter, and it is just this refuse, this rabble. You know what I mean? Leaving after the, you know, after the concert, and it just looks like refugees leaving at that point. And that's playing in the background. That's kind really? of pumping you out, and that's a yeah. tremendous moment in rock cinema. Who had the best solo? Cur- oh, we we agreed on the Beatles, but it's it's. Yeah. Um, who had the best solo career, Paul McCartney or John Lennon? <laughs> McCartney. The question should be Paul McCartney or George Harrison. Okay. Okay, because the fact is, Ooh. I'm a huge Beatles guy. I, I mean, you would know that if you knew me. Um, George Harrison was so stifled in the Beatles. Okay? But his stuff at the end was every bit as good as Lennon. No, it was better than Lennon's. So there you go. All things must pass. If you, it's a three-record set. Tremendous. It's well worth it. 
um, he took slide guitar. If you hear his slide stuff into a direction nobody else, everybody else was doing the Dwayne Allman blues thing. He was doing this kind of melodic thing. George Harrison, but Paul McCartney is, Paul McCartney, as I said, is Mozart. Um, Foo Fighters, Deco, or Pearl Jam? Oh, man. Woo! I love Pearl, Pearl Jam. Pearl see, Jam. I love Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. I, I really do. And I was listening to Pearl Jam but, Thanksgiving. But, but the race isn't over. Live. Live. You watch concert footage of you both. Pearl Jam, and my brother's going to say, I know what he's about to say because he rolls his eye every time I say it. Pearl <laughs> Jam plays their songs so goddamn fast. It's ridiculous. Agreed. Like It doesn't even compare to the original well, song. And it, this isn't the original, but I, I watched, I got into some live Pearl Jam better stuff on YouTube the other night, just the Saturday night. I love rabbit and, holes. Yeah, and, and, and you know, course they redid rocking in the free world and oh. i mean i mean it, it was over in like a minute and 22 seconds i mean that's okay that's not supposed i'm not to gonna like i said i agree this is this is more your ballywick you guys okay, are buddy. uh mid-generation x late generation X. yep you know this this boomers really shouldn't be commenting on pearl Jam. i think I, you can you're officially like, you are a boomer 64 oh, okay that gets me that gets me in under the wire you're, I think you're last. What year are you? 79? 78. 78, 79? Yeah, you're I'm, one I'm of the, the last, last year or two of the... Yeah, of, of Generation X. But I think Foo Fighters, and and like I said, I'm not a, a huge Nirvana fan. I'm not a huge Stone Temple Pilot fan. Right. I have huge respect for those bands and that movement. Um, I think that, that you can't compare them with Foo Fighters because Foo Fighters is a tremendous pop band as well as being a rock band they're tremendous they're so they're so melodic and they're i mean listen he is uh dave Grohl is a national he's a treasure, treasure. yes protect he, him at all costs but he is a and daddy. i love eddie vetter i'm mean, oh, out eddie vetter is a national treasure but like he's a i'm dad. telling you when i when i read the stuff about dave Grohl just taking his meat smoker to national yeah or uh to, to areas that have been hit by na- uh, natural disasters i mean that gets the seasonal allergies going, man. That's Dave, great stuff. Dave Grohl is the ultimate in dad rock. You know what I mean? I mean, he is. And he's having a flipping blast. And, and he should. And he should. You know, but but I really, like I said, I think that the question goes Nirvana versus Pearl Jam, and that's, we can't yeah. really take it. Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, who else you want to throw? Uh, Black, uh, who did Black Hole Sun? Uh, oh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can throw all Chris that together. Cornell. Arguably the yeah. greatest. Speaking voice. of torture, torture yeah. geniuses. Yeah. Uh, should Kiss go on with new members and the old makeup? <clears throat> no. I mean, <coughs> this is a business now model, and they, if if Kiss is nothing else, they're a business. They've been a business for a very. They long could. Time. This could be perpetual, right? You could. They're old money. You could put rock. anybody yep. in that in that in those in that makeup and keep making money. Will they make we that a, kind we, of we, money? We had a segment last year. And I can't remember what it was called, but the gist was things you were over. Just you're past it. You're good. And I mentioned, you know, I was I, I'm I'm over the movie Hoosiers. I used to watch it every oh, year really? at this time. Uh, I hardly I haven't watched it forever. I'm I'm, I'm I'm beyond over Kiss. Yeah, way past it. Now, now remember this. I that is the Ballywick of my junior high years. You know what I mean? I, my mother caught me. Is that the first time the word Ballywick has been used on the pod? It's my neighbor. It's my neighbor. But if it has, boy, I, I sure don't I remember. Have, you know, I sat in the bathroom one day at 13 years old. And this should go in a completely different direction. But with food coloring, ketchup, with, <laughs> with every type of red liquid I could find, and I'm sitting in the mirror... Just, just, and just, you play the one kiss song I like, <laughs> and actually it's Peter Chris singing it. But. Shockingly, um, my favorite song of Kiss is sung by the drummer. I never have seen you rise. If not for a first hello, we never have to say goodbye. What a, but, I mean, what a underrated. Dude. And by the way, Rock and Roll Over was a really underrated album. Came right after Destroyer, right before Love yeah. Gun. But so I'm sitting in there, and my mother walks in, yeah. and I am trying to spit this blood all over myself. 
Now, there are plenty of other things. A Can 13, we call your mom to confirm this? There are plenty of other things a 13-year-old could be doing in the bathroom, and I don't think she could be any more disappointed than for me to be in there with my kiss makeup on, just trying <laughs> That's to... That's so good. Just trying to, you know... But, I, I mean, that was... They, I, were, they were utter chaos in a junior high kid's oh mind. Oh, my God. When I Kiss Destroyer was one of the first albums I was ever given by one of my aunts, and... Ugh. I got a live from now. From I will aunt. say this, and you're on eight track, and you're gonna hate this. You might like this, but this is a song that I have really gotten into like recently, and I I, I kind of forgot about it. I hear the echo of a- skip ahead there. I love this song. We need to have. Uh, okay. uh, you got to go is high. That your, is, that that. Your, <laughs> is that you your? You hit that war- high note. Is that your Warrant White Snake uh, yeah, moment? Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, that was so. That I was know, but I I really like that song. And I mean, just just Hard Luck Woman's number one. That Hard Luck Woman was from a, from a different time and place well, though yeah. than that. They, they might as well have been well, every making, other yeah, shitty. Yeah, Harry, yeah. Oh, God, listen to that. Picking it. When Paul does this right here, listen to that. Oh, I can listen. All right, get David. All right, Uh, get David Coverdale. (laughs) Somebody call him. ACDC, Bon Scott, or Brian Johnson? Doesn't matter. Brian Johnson. I no, think so too. I disagree. Okay. I, well, okay. Well, so it does matter. Okay. Yeah, I have yeah, it matters a lot. It doesn't matter at all because ACDC is is a franchise as well. I don't and disagree with it. And, and, We've and, agreed on a lot tonight. I thought we were coming well, in. I, 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 I thought we but, were going to go there, at it. Listen, you could get ACDC Black Ice. You could get ACDC uh, Razor's Edge. You could get Back in Black. And there's not a damn bit of difference across those 30 years that, between those albums. Yeah. And it's the same way. You know, the truth is... Um, the early stuff, Dirty Deeds and all, and uh, Let It... Uh, does it Let It Rock? What was the? It's a little different. I mean, I mean, Bon Scott was a little different, but it's all just. A Did franchise. anyone actually like David Lee Roth's solo career? No. He started singing show no. tunes, and no. everybody allowed that for some weird reason. You know, he became a um, EMT for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I read, I read that on a Wikipedia page. And then they, um, they made him the host when Howard Stern left Terrestrial Radio. They K Rock in New York City put him on the air, no experience whatsoever. Thought, oh, we'll stick him behind the microphone. That lasted <laughs> not unlike maybe us, maybe six months. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which song's better, Bohemian Rhapsody or Stairway to Heaven? Stairway to Heaven. Even if it was stolen from the band Spirit, they they stole a lot of stuff. Didn't they? I can't believe I'm saying it. I agree with Todd again. This is unprecedented. You know what? Uh, yes. Bohemian Rhapsody is is a tremendous piece of work. Piece of work is what it is. Okay. Uh, And it deserves every accolade that it gets. But Stairway to Heaven is the one that got every, once again, 13 and 14-year-old to say, Mom, can we order a guitar from Sears Catalog? (laughs) What was that in uh, uh, Wayne's World? Didn't it say no stairway? No stairway, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I, um... I had, did not know how to play the guitar. I went out and I bought the sheet music. I also did not know how to read music. But somehow, I didn't know how to tune the guitar. Okay, but I tried everything in my power to try to figure out those notes, whether it was writing them down on, on the sheet music and this and that. And, but I mean, it... It's the Alpha, it's the Omega. Yeah. There you go. Um, I will say this. If you go on YouTube, I'm going to do everybody a favor here. Go on YouTube, search Bohemian Rhapsody, Freddie Mercury Tribute. 
It's all you got to type in YouTube. Wembley Stadium. Oh. Elton John sings the first part. It's all nice. It's beautiful. Huge, massive crowd. And then one of my favorite moments in rock and roll history, when that heavier part hits and, and Axl Rose. And it is an explosion. Why he decided to spin, I have no idea. But the hair? The hair, he's in his... Uh, he's in his Burt Reynolds Mean Machine jersey, the kilt, and he spins out, and there's explosions. It's and and that crowd is just pulsating. It had to register on the Richter. It's how, one of the most amazing moments in rock and roll history. How sad is it that Elton John has to wake up every morning and say, "I'm never going to be as good as I once was." Elton John's tumbleweed connection. Um, I mean, uh, uh, dirt, uh, brown dirt cowboy. All I, of those El- 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 really good are stuff. Really so early, early, El- early. John seems like a pretty. He's a grateful guy. I think. I I think he's. I think he thinks he's lived a good life. He had that. Is, he had that. And he was damn lucky sta- to have Bernie Toppin. Well, this is the partner. stage he's. he's he had in that right real. Fa- Speaking of, I just found out within the last six months, Bernie Toppin wrote "Kokomo" by Beach Boys, which I love that song. Me too. And it's considered one of the worst rock or pop songs nah, of all time. And it was a great episode oh, of I Full House. Yeah. Personally, I prefer Muncie, but. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, Logan's <laughs> or Logansport, Newcastle, or Logansport. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think, you know, Big Elton John guy. had that early, you know, massive just hit after hit after hit. Then he, you know, went, went away for a while Goodbye, then they, in the Road. 80s. And, and I'm still standing. I don't just I'll tell you what, you want to bring a tear to your eye? Yes. Put that effing Simba up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen listen to that, Raquel, I, you know. We've teased it on this podcast. I still want to dive in sometime to that Phil Collins throwing 100 mile an hour. During the 80s. Okay, last topic, then we're going to go. Best biopic. And this came to me because you sent me that trailer for the that trailer Bob Marley. For Bob Marley. So, they jammed a lot of a lot of words into this. Oh, yeah. I love Lots. It. It's my okay. wife, that's my, it's my wife's Bob top Bob Marley looks great, that movie coming. What is the best biopic? And I made a list just to remind everybody. Rocket Man is maybe my favorite. I'm gonna be not gonna lie. I love oh, Rocket Man. It's out of sequence. I know what I'm. It's out of yeah. sequence. Well, it's yeah, but you take some liberties. Bohemian Rhapsody, Elvis, straight out of Compton. Sid and Nancy, which I love. Uh, What's love got to do with it? The Temptations. That's not ooh. a movie. It's a three-part NBC thing or two-part. But yeah, whatever. but Buddy Holly story. La Bamba, The Doors, The Runaways, The Dirt about Motley Crue, Great Balls of Fire. Ray, coal miner's daughter. Okay. Can I just t- see this for a second here? I Go ahead, Mike. Walk the line. Okay. As opposed to Dewey Cox. No. Hard walk hard. You know, I thought I put walk the line on there. I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I had that. The, the, very good. My, yeah, no, it's really good. Walk the Def Leppard movie. The Dirt. No, the Def Leppard movie. The one oh, the Def Leppard. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. That You're and right. the Temptations. If it, if it happens to come on, I can't not watch I, that. I got into a real Temptation slash Motel mode Buddy Hawks for won an Academy Award, I think. Straight out of Compton because, you know, that was that story culturally. I, I, I don't know how else to say it. That's, that's how somebody from Petersburg, Indiana, was introduced to an entirely different race of people. Yeah. And and to see a a, a biopic on the backstory. There are so many I mean, directions I mean, I'd like to take. No, that, I, I it, it was. I mean, that was. I love I love that era of music. I loved Bohemian Rhapsody, and I I loved that they basically recreated that Wembley. Live Aid Wembley. But my brother and I watched that when he, he'd come up, and we'd watch that on the weekends having drinks and. and it was kind of like our thing, and then everybody else got into it, so it kind of pissed me the off. The Doors, I thought Val Kimmer was fantastic in that. Now, it also shows you what an utter buffoon Jim Morrison was. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you he talk was about a, a short window. Right, yeah. I mean, he short. was, but he was, a bu- he was absolutely a buffoon. Yeah. But, you know, but I thought how many Val of those people were buffoons? Because how old were they? Well, he was 27 when he exactly. died. Exactly. So. Think of... 
Think of you. Think of uh, there. You go. Had I been in my early to mid twenties, world world famous, rich beyond what I could possibly imagine, and the chicks and with are great. all the access that I had to all the extracurriculars, I'm not sure how it would have turned I, out for the kids. I look back at things I said yesterday and go, <laughs> "That was stupid." So. The new Elvis movie? Is that? Yeah, 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 thumbs in the middle. We're good. Um, Sid and Nancy. Have you seen Sid and Nancy? Yes, that's a great Fantastic. movie. Fantastic. God, thumbs I love that movie. movie. But you want a rock movie that's not really a biopic? A little bit is because it's based on Led Zeppelin and the Allman Brothers. Is uh, almost famous. Oh, yes. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah it's not Man. biopic, but sort of. Yeah. It, but yeah. I mean, no, it's I Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe. I texted him two years ago, I believe. I've made my family. Because my kids had never seen that movie, and I'm not 100% sure my wife had. I said, it was one of those nights, you put your cell phone in a basket and for and this, two and a half hours, and we're going to watch this movie. Yep. And that it's that good. I, yeah, I mean, I'm... I agree. I'm, I'm, What's I'm going All I've got to do with it, she looked good, Temptations. But in all, I think won an Academy Award. La Bamba, that was a, a cultural... Yeah. yeah. It was good. Runaways, you've seen the Runaways? Yeah, it didn't it do it good. for me. It, it was a good movie. Probably the movie was better than the band. The Dirt... Terrible movie, good band. You know what? Yes, I agree. Let's let's have a shout-out, though. Shout-out to Mick Mars, Huntington, Indiana, and Terre Haute's finest. There you go. Born in Terre Haute, lived in Huntington for a while. Yep. You know. I I think I'm today years old. I I don't think I knew that. I knew the Terre Haute part. I didn't know the Huntington part. You know, and the fact is, I have contacted folks from my hometown. Well, my, my high school hometown. Nobody remembers him. Not my age. Really? But the guy's 10, 15 years older than me. Nobody remembers him as an elementary school kid. Yeah, maybe, you know. There you go. All right. Yes. I had a runaway high, so I would come home low. Todd Lancaster. I like this song. When you come to my house and play the pool party, if you learn this, the kid. I already know this. I think I think I can sing it. Left all alone. Oh, we might have to do a duet. Fill me in your bones. Just one more night. Next, the Red Bones crew is waving their arms. This long and winding road. I'm on my way. I'm on my way home, sweet home. I got a good memory with that because the first time I ever heard that song was on MTV. Yeah. And I was in the enlisted. Which video did you like better, the 85 or the 91 version? It would have been the 85 version because I was was in Orlando. And I can remember being in the enlisted club, you know. And and everybody had to be in their, their whites and all that, you know what I mean? Because you weren't allowed off base. So you're there. And I remember seeing that video. And that was one that got me. I was like going... It was great uh-huh. oh, because I was at a party at Renee Hicks's house, and a guy. <laughs> oh, I know Renee, baby. Yeah. I know her. And a guy from Lawrenceville, uh, Steve Mattingly, was there, and he used to live in L.A. And he stopped the video and said, "That's me right there at that video." I like I said, I don't like I don't like glam rock. Yeah, that's why. I, that's well, why that's I a you think. That's a me, but you know what? That's between my me and Brino. You know what I mean? And that, that because that's a generational thing right there is where I stop and he starts, there's a little gap in there. Yeah. And um, and, and you know who fits in that gap is Guns N' Roses. Uh, my all-time favorite band. I got my report from Apple Music. My still in 2023, my number one listen-to band was Guns N' Roses. All right, the last thing before we get out of here. David Lee Roth, Indiana rocker. Yep. Born in Bloomington. Bloomington. Axel Rose. Axel Rose, Lafayette guy, Lafayette Jeff. Same place Gene Miller used to coach. Is he straddling? Is he straddling Lafayette? I, I've actually met him because um, when he was kicked out of Guns N' Roses, he moved back to Lafayette. Yeah. Um, of course, Mick Mars. Mellencamp. Mellencamp. M- Mick Mars is an Indiana guy. Well, Give I was me- thinking the Lafayette area, but Shannon Hoon. Sh- Shannon Hoon. Dayton, Indiana. McCutcheon. Sh- Shannon Hoon was, they said, a pretty good wrestler, decent football player, and a uh, uh, karate guy. And fantastic in the Don't Cry video. Guns oh, uh, let me tell you what. In fact, I knew some people that went to high school with him. And uh, Fun fact, Mike DeCourcy is Facebook friends with his mom. Carry on. Stop it. Woo. Yeah. 
Mike, of course, is also friends with Maris Valinus from... Yeah, that was a Noah True Blood contest. How many people in Hoosiers could we be friends with on Facebook? And but. you're also friends with that hockey player's mom. <laughs> Connor Bernard. <laughs> uh, this is is the, this it? I mean, are we done? This is the worst effing podcast in the history. <laughs> I think it... I, still my favorite line in podcast... Well, except for the time when you looked at Deco and said that he owed you a bottle of... of <laughs> Never got that. Crown and said, and I want you to buy it. McGovern's going to cost more. That's number one. <laughs> number two is after the mics went off a couple shows ago, and you said, I don't know if that was our worst podcast or our best. Oh, well. It doesn't really matter. No, not it's really. It's all self-indulgent crap. And, and it's all all this wonderful content is brought to you by Travis Brett. And we hit it all Farm tonight. Bureau Insurance. Yeah. There you go. That's a first. There That's we go. First. Congratulations, Maddie, on winning the Great British Breaking Show. Fantastic. Uh, Todd. Say hello to Selena Gomez if you get a chance. Todd, we can read your – when do you do your actual – what day do you do your column? Where you, should, I think it was out online already. Yeah, that, earlier, it was out online today. Okay. But what date is that in, in print? I don't even know. I don't care. Look online <laughs> for Todd. He <laughs> has a great mine. column. It and, is. Good. And I listen, everything I read anymore, I'm pretty sure is written by a robot. So, you know what? When Todd writes, that's a read. sad state of affairs. It is. It is. Mike DeCourcy, look at all the Bar Eve Media. If you don't follow Bar Eve Media Facebook page, you're just. You Do know. you guys rank us on who comments or who likes? Yeah, yeah. And where am I? You are. You are a top member. Top member. Yep. Voice of the Vikings. You can hear him on the General. Every just go if you're not from around here, wamwamfm.com. Click on the general. Oh, that got to be. And you can hear me on Shake Broadcasting Stations Monday through Friday on Sports Fair Shake on the Shake Broadcasting on Saturdays. And um, thanks to Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Thanks for Cindy for having us here at Red Bones to record every week. I'm Brian Emmons on behalf of Mike DeCourcy and Todd Lancaster. This is the B3 Podcast. Brian O's mom, Tommy Lynn Sells. Guilty.